More on Apple buying Google ads, app tracking, and the press and large companies. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Text Expander by Smile, the makers of world-class software. Visit textexpander.com slash podcast to learn more and download your free demo. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is the third in a three-part Mac Voices Live conversation. This time, we wrap up our discussion of Apple purchasing Google ads for apps in the App Store and why it does or does not hurt any of us. We veer off into a conversation about app tracking and how that's affecting us, and also provide some commentary on why it seems that the press covers big companies, especially big tech companies, in a negative light. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. So I want to get the chat room in here, and I want to ask you guys in the chat room, I mean, do you turn the app tracking on or off? Excuse me, do you, yeah, do you turn it on? Do you leave it off? Um, I'm, I'm really intrigued because Mark, you, I think he's just, or, or I'm, I'm not sure who said it. It was either you or Warren who said, you know, only 18% of people are turning this on. And my sense was that there was a lot bigger number. But, you know, is that propaganda perpetrated by the marketing industry that wants you to believe that, oh, my God, this is a disaster and, you know, we're going out of business because we're not tracking you? Um, and and the discussion also sort of took a turn into app tracking. And I want to just take it back for a second to the to the article. I mean, is does anybody see this as as an underhanded, sleazy kind of thing that Apple is doing? Since the developers still getting paid, and okay, if Apple's getting paid, again, I, I go back to my Best Buy example. Best Buy makes money, makes the money if I buy the iPad from Best Buy. If I buy it from Apple, then Best Buy doesn't make the money. But Apple makes the money either way. That just one way Apple makes less. So I'm I see this as uh, those as very parallel examples. Am I am I again? Am okay. I missing it? Here's the thing. I don't think that it's like it's it's they've been doing it a long time. It's it's I think slow news. But if I'm Netflix and you click on the Apple link and subscribe to Netflix through Apple's app instead of on my website, I'm gonna be real cranky about that. You can see that. Then don't okay. offer the choice. Then don't think- offer the choice. I think one article oh, I saw. Was Apple using I'm not saying it should be illegal. I'm just saying that's an example of somebody who might not like it. I could yeah. see them being mad about that. I, I think that this, if there's a problem, it only applies to the really big players. It doesn't matter, and and it's this kind of thing that that you know Brittany is talking about. And and the other thing is that you know the Best Buy thing is kind of different because. The thing is, in order to sell software onto an iPhone, you must go through Apple. Um, You don't, you know, you can't go any other way. So, you know, people sell, you know, the stuff that sells through Best Buy, it sells also through Amazon, it sells through B&H Photo, it sells through Newegg. Um, And and actually, you know, the way those ads, those Best Buy ads kind of thing usually work is sort of completely different. Best Buy actually probably goes to the vendor and says, you know, you must pay us to run these ads. You know, Best Buy is not paying for those. Um, 
you know, they're twisting the, the, the vendor's arms. Uh, you know, I've been there. Um, and, you know, the flip side is, you know, it, it, it could well be that Apple is playing some hardball here. I mean, that's the way it's done. And, you know, uh, you know, I, I used to sell software through distribution and, you know, those people would, you know, all stab you in the back without, you know, thinking about it. And they were always looking for every angle and, you know, you knew you never would get your last invoice paid if, you know, if they were, you know, ever dropped you or whatever. Um, you know, go go back. You know, I haven't seen any recently. I'm not sure why, but, you know, 10 years ago, there was a lot of stories about how mean Walmart was to all their vendors and, and, and you know, how how difficult it was to be a, a vendor for, for Walmart. Um that that's the way that, you know this stuff is played on that on that playing field, and it usually doesn't ever, um, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's usually never publicized for one thing because, you know, you know the flip side is those those vendors, you know, at Walmart's vendors will never complain because then they know that they'll be kicked out of Walmart. Um, so, yeah. you know, th there's a whole seamy underside of, of all this stuff. And, you know, you know, I'm sure there's lots of people at, at Apple that, you know, once worked at Walmart and Kmart and, you know, these, that, you know, everybody knows how everything's done. And, and, uh, you know, Apple, I guess is a little different because people like to think that Apple's their fuzzy, uh, you know, fuzzy think friend. different company. Um, yeah, and, and so they're like, oh, no, Apple can't be this cutthroat, uh, you know, but sure they are. And if it's not this, believe me. It's a for-profit business. It's a for-profit, <laughs> public, large business. You know, believe me, they're doing all kinds of cutthroat things. If it's not this, you know, uh, you know, I, I think it's not much fun to be a, a, a vendor for Apple either. Um, but, at the, but, Jim, at the end of the day... I, Look, I get I get cutthroat and 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 for profit business, but that doesn't mean that's necessarily evil. That's just what didn't business. say it was. Well, but there's there's this perception out there. I think that that I mean, if if you don't agree with me, just go and scan the headlines. You know, especially in the tech press about Apple, Google, and Amazon, and you know they would have you believe that uh, and Facebook, of course, and th that these entities, the, the bigger the entities are, the more evil they are the more that they're out to take advantage of you. And I think that you know, the, the privacy thing with Apple, I mean, I don't think that's a, of course it's in Apple's best interest, but it's also in our best interest. It's it's not a zero sum game. So, you know, why why do we, why does this keep constantly keep being thrown at us? Well, David, you're awfully quiet. That you, you concern me. I mean, yeah, no, where, do you, where do you stand on this? It's just uh, I don't know. It, it, it's really hard to say. I, I'm 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 kind of on the sidelines here, trying to to, to think what the what there is with the, with, with the apps and you now. I I don't I don't have a real uh, direct answer for that right now. I just don't. It just gives me. Uh, I'm perplexed with it. <laughs> you know, I think if you want to look at companies that have terrible business practices that are that are really bad for society. Uh, 
maybe we should look a little closer at telecommunications companies. <laughs> yeah. And and guess guess what? They own media companies. So, you know, they're very happy to deflect, you know, oh, go look at Apple and Google and what they're doing with privacy. But for sure, don't ever look at what Verizon does or what AT&T does, you know. Uh, just ignore you. that, you know. Xfinity Comcast. There's, some, there's any, so many others. Yeah. That... Any rich, successful company is going to be eventually perceived as a and scrutinized company now, what's the old oh. saying like if you're lucky you live long enough to become the enemy or whatever it is oh, we I'm on, I'm on like a next door kind of thing and everybody you know we have a starbucks right. in town and we have um we have a local coffee shop in town and constantly people are saying you know support local business go to the the local co coffee shop here and, and you know my i always write write the same thing is you know starbucks was once your local co coffee shop you know, it, Starbucks was once that and they became big. They had one store in Seattle and now, you know, now they are what they are. And, you know, it's like we want companies to do well until they do. And then once they do well, then then they're the enemy and they're taking business. I mean, you know, if you look at Walmart and Target that took, you know, that the whole thing where they took over small businesses and everybody hated that. And now the, the Internet is taking them over. So it's again, it's any no, company is going to be looked at that way. And, and any company is going to be put under a microphone and every company is eventually going to be evil. And we're holding on to Apple not being evil because we have, you know, they they stress a lot things that are important to humanity and that's why we like them they stress that they're uh, eco-friendly and they're environmental and they're lgbq and and all the good things that you know you know what we would consider to be uh, you know good people would, would like so but they're a company they're for profit and they could not want to make money and if they have a way to make money advertising uh they're gonna do it it's 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 just like with advertising in itself. You know, you think uh, when 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 Apple wants to run these ads, you know, what does Google do? What does Facebook do? I mean, well, I mean, you you've got the same situation. Why can't Apple? If, if you know, Apple wants to block these ads and wants to block them. I I can see the point of of the, of, of some people feeling like this is a bit of a conflict here that we're actually going to block these ads, uh, if, if giving you that option. But then they want to turn around and 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 run their own ads. Well, you know that's how the how advertising works. They they have to they have to be open to being able to do that, and it is what it is, as far as I'm concerned. But it's one thing to put a billboard. Uh, and, and I'm going to take uh, an analog example. It's one thing to put a billboard yeah. up there uh, for, you know, for David's show and say, you know, David Ginsburg in touch with iOS. David is not getting informa any information back from that. You know, he spent right. his money. He's getting his exposure by how many hundreds or thousands of cars drive by each day until it gets whitewashed over with the next ad. Right. And, and, and that's, you know, that's the fallacy here that people think that's all that's happening that the ads are just being put in front of them and they can ignore them and, you know, that's it. But at the end of the day, the, your reaction to those ads, I mean, maybe, <coughs> pardon me, maybe somebody dri driving down the highway says, hey, I need to check that out. But David has no way of knowing that. He doesn't yeah, know. That I don't know. He, yeah, but if if they see an ad for In Touch with iOS on the web and David has it set up right, they click it. He gets immediate feedback that this is a potential somebody that's interested in me and here's what maybe i can make money from them but dave's gonna you know, try I, to know his audience dave's gonna put that big billboard sign 
closer to Silicon Valley than, you know, if he had to, you know, he's going to put the sign where, where people might, you know, see that. That's why you see, you know, when you go into, you know, some areas you see, uh, like cities, you see more like beer and sports and things like that, because that's the demographics that you're looking at at that point. So, and that's why, and then that's why, you know, companies like Google and Facebook are so, enormously profitable and enormously you know, helpful you know to uh companies who want to sell stuff because you know if you search for something you know that act betrays intent bingo google <clears throat> knows how to serve an ad you know if you know based on what you know and who you know and what you're interested in in bingo that's behavioral information that facebook has in order to serve up an ad so um the reality is there's been, you know, for a hundred years, this, this struggle between you know, advertising to stimulate demand, you know, to help, you know, companies, you know, sell stuff. And um, we're just seeing, you know, sort of a modern high-tech web-based version of this. Advertisers uh, want to know your demogra- demographics. That's, that's a statement. Right. Well, actually, you know, I mean, so, I mean, so I, you know, I, I have a sort of a debate, you know, with a lot of, you know, classic advertising people on this and, you know, advertising, you know, demographics are, you know, what's that old quote, you know, somebody said, it's sort of like the office of the vice president. See, it's not worth a warm bucket of spit, you know, you you don't care if the person is male or female or this age or et cetera. What you care about is, are they interested in buying your product? And that's what Facebook has, you know, based on, all these years that they put all these like buttons and everything out there is, you know, they've created this huge database, you know, where, okay, if you clicked on something, you know, you maybe you, you might, that's one sign of interest. Is it, you know, the explicit sign that you want to buy something? Maybe, maybe not, but that's the sort of information that, you know, mining the web at web scale, like Facebook has done, that they're able you know, to get this you know, sort of information, and oh, by the way, you know, Google with their uh, you know through uh, through YouTube, you know, they have they absolutely have the same same thing, and you know, some of the channels I look at, you know, every now and then, maybe once a year or something, somebody will open up a little bit and talk about, oh, well, the reason I changed my shows from thirty minutes in length to twenty minutes in length is because, you know. 90 I'm uh, I'm illustrating a point here you know 97% of the people don't watch past 22 minutes so for me you know to create that other that other uh you know uh you know 7 minutes of content is an enormous amount of time I don't get paid for it so I'm just shrinking everything to live within this space and guess what I've done that and I've tried an experiment these past 3 months and the amount of money I make on uh, YouTube has actually gone up why because people are more excited about 20 minute videos instead of 30 minute videos. So the whole point here is this is a very multi-dimensional complex environment where ultimately it's a battle for your attention because getting your attention is step one of hopefully getting you to buy something. And um, going back to ATT, where I think this conversation first started, is you know now Apple is coming along and saying, oh, you know if if you if you don't want all this stuff, if you don't want to transmit back, you know all this stuff about your 
you know, if it has no value because you don't care about getting buying recommendations from site A, B, or C, this is what you this is what you need to do, you know, to prevent, you know, all these other people from getting more information about you and profiling you. And part of the reason I think they're scared about it is stuff goes stale over time. Um, and um I, again, I don't want. I don't want to turn this more into a conversation about you know advertising and ad tech and things than than it already has. You know, but uh, you know, I think you know to the extent that Apple's out there advertising, good for Apple. You know, if they get if they make money, guess what? You know, their spotlighted vendors make money. So I think that's uh, that's good for both of them. I hope it works out because. If it doesn't work out, you know, Apple at some point, you know, they'll stop doing it. So this is a self-correcting situation. I don't think it's a problem more than I think, you know, getting, you know, know, stuff in my uh, mailbox, you know, every week from uh, Albertsons is a problem because, you know, they're out there, you know, spotlighting all sorts of other vendors. And I think, I think it was Warren or maybe it was Jim who said that, yes, a lot of those other vendors, you know, they're basically paying, you know, you know, fees of various sorts to be there right. um, as they do. Or maybe it was David who said that, you know, so it was, you know, Amazon does that, too. And that's again, that's another time for another discussion. And uh, but AT&T, I think, you know, great, you know. People make their own decision, thumbs up or thumbs down. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Smile, the makers of Text Expander. I'm going to make this very simple. If you aren't using Text Expander, you need to try Text Expander. If you already tried Text Expander, I'm betting that you're still using Text Expander to help you be more productive and more efficient, no matter what you do, no matter how much of Text Expander's power you're tapping. That's because a huge amount of Text Expander's power is easy to tap. A few keystrokes can turn into a standard response to a customer email, a block of code that is repeatedly used on your web projects, or an email signature that you use for just special occasions, or just about anything else you can think of. If you can type it, Text Expander can make it easier to access and more accurate to access each and every single time. It only takes a few minutes to set up and understand how Text Expander can help you, and it will pay you back every single time you expand a snippet. I want you to take a very few minutes to become more productive today. Visit TextExpander.com slash podcast, sign up for a free trial, and find out what TextExpander can do for you. That's TextExpander.com slash podcast from Smile, the longest-running sponsor of Mac Voices. Thanks to Smile for being here. Well, what's what I think is really interesting about this discussion is that nobody has pointed out that Apple is paying, in this case, Google, to buy those ads. So Google is benefiting from Apple. You know, somebody, sort of to Mark's point, somebody is having to buy these ads. And if it's Apple putting money back into the marketing ecosystem, then why is that being overlooked? That that we're way off track here. And I, I want to point out a couple things from the chat room. Um, so Brad wins the prize. He just noticed, uh, he was the first one to notice that Jim has a notch. <laughs> so Brad, you know, you get you get bragging rights. But Brian, I think I think Brian but it's an uh, adjustable notch. It's an adjustable notch. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> but, 
But Brian points out that he had an aha moment the other day um, while driving. He realized that he's lived with a notch for a very long time. Car windshields and the rear view mirror. Yeah. So, you know, there you are. The notch is not a big deal. There is precedent in the analog world. Get over it. Yes, exactly. All right. Guys, um, thank you. This has been uh, this has been an interesting discussion. It took some turns I didn't expect, but thank you. Thank you all for being here and for doing it. Um, oh, Rich wants to know if we can still use the word capitalism. Well, I hope so, Rich, because I've used it a number of times, and I, I still don't think it's a dirty word, but that's me. <laughs> just, um, wait till we, uh, just wait till we're at the point of minority reports where you, we walk around the stores and they scan our retinas and they know exactly what we're doing. So, You mean they're we're not doing that now, Warren? They're not doing now, but we're going to look back at this time and say, remember the good old times where it was just Facebook collecting data about me? It's going to happen. So it's like Amazon's doing it now and they're in their brick and mortar stores. We can, they'll, they'll scan the items as you as you go out of the store and you don't even have to go up to a register. They'll scan your pupils and say, hey, Dave, you want to buy more of those radishes again? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Dave is a big radish buyer. I am. All right, so let's go around the room, let folks know where they can find you, and then we'll get out of here. Um, and I'm going to reverse it this time, although, as usual, the order has shifted because people came and went. So, Brittany, you're up first. Um, where Ooh. can folks find you to uh, connect with you and discuss everything that we've discussed here tonight? On Twitter for Tech Things, I'm ADD Liberator, and that is also my handle on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's that's the one I meant. The YouTubes. The YouTubes. Okay, yeah. great. Thanks for being here, Brittany. Always, Thanks always a pleasure. Me. Mark Fuccio, I'm glad you got your connectivity issue straightened out and we're, we're able to come back. Um, where can folks find you? Twitter at Mark Fuccio, M A R K F U C C I O, all one word, lowercase. That's it. You're just you're hiding all your other activities. Well, people can get me in LinkedIn, too, uh, via Mark Fuccio, but uh, make it short, sweet, simple, only one thing to know. Perfect. Kelly Gamont, the birthday girl, what are you doing to celebrate your birthday after this? Uh, after this, um, going out to dinner, there's a high probability of cake, and uh, there is an excellent probability of presents because they're all sitting in the other room uh, waiting. Um, and I already, uh, over the week, over this last weekend, uh, got to take a day trip to the Oregon coast and walk on the beach and visit Haystack Rock and drink a bunch of whiskey. And so it was a really good time. Um, so it's going pretty well. And uh, I have birthday related shenanigans planned for this coming weekend, uh, with Brittany as well. So, um, you can find me over at themacobserver.com where I host the Daily Observations podcast five days a week. You can find me um, over at the after show at aftershowpodcast.com where Mike and uh, Mike Rose and I uh, catch up with each other occasionally after like a month or so away. Uh, we catch up and talk about how long it's been since we recorded a podcast and then we don't do it for another month. Uh, you can find me on the Incomparable Network where I occasionally pop up on shows like Football is Life about Ted Lasso and uh, just recorded a show about Only Murders in the Building, which was a really fun television program to watch. And I have my own show there. I want my MCU TV where we talk about the new show on uh disney plus we keep calling it marvel plus <laughs> but um <laughs> we we uh have that coming and uh otherwise for the rest of the evening you can find me watching the new spider-man no way home trailer 
Um, and if you want to talk to me about it, you can do so on Twitter as Verso. Great. Well, happy birthday. Happy Thanks. birthday. And we want video of the, the, the birthday shenanigans with you and Brittany. Uh, yeah. We can make that happen. We'll put advertisements. Uh, will you on remember? Advertisements. Somebody remind us. Yeah. We'll put advertisements on it. I'll get my assistant on the case. and we'll okay, make yeah. it to After Dark, too. <laughs> I mean, depending. Depending on yeah. the level of shenanigan. Like, if we make it all the way to Escapade, yeah, it's, that's, that's going to be After Dark for sure. That's way harder to do in a pandemic, though. <laughs> that's true. The fact that they have a scale just disturbs me. Jim, Jim Ray, thank you for being here. Um, where can we find you? I just found out that Escapade is above Shenanigan. Well, yeah, kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. And then Shenanigan. Yeah. And then there's uh, there's four kerfuffles in a Shenanigan and seven Shenanigans in an Escapade. And I think uh, 14 Escapades in an international incident. <laughs> <laughs> Need a mic drop here. It's a difficult I, I, exchange rate. I, Don't ask I me lost, how I know. I lost control a long time ago, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Where can folks find I, you? I, I'm just, I'm just amazed that you need to celebrate beyond being here with us. I mean, I, I would think that would. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a reason it started on last Saturday and is going to continue through the coming weekend. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, anyway, uh, find me at ProView.com or ProViewGym at Twitter. And I am not on LinkedIn. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Or, for th- I'm not on LinkedIn you. or Facebook <laughs> or Instagram. Let's see. What else am I not on? Snap- oh, I'm sorry. Snapchat? Should I go again and give you my MySpace handle? I'm <laughs> not on MySpace. Jim is not in my kitchen. Um, yeah. <laughs> As far as you know, as far as have, you, <laughs> have you looked recently? Can you verify your kitchen doesn't have a notch? Uh, no, uh, thank you for being here, Jim. Warren, where can folks find you? Oh, boy. Um, all, this LinkedIn, all this LinkedIn talk reminded me that I've been using LinkedIn because uh, the last week or two. Uh, I'm back in the job market, so... I don't know what my hand, like, do you have a handle? I just see my name, but my name's there. Um, so I'm there. So come like make my LinkedIn uh, feed more interesting because it needs to do more things. I don't know. What, what does LinkedIn do? Is it like Facebook kind of? Yes. It's Facebook about business. About business. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Come find me there. It's fun. Okay. That works. Last but absolutely not least, David Ginsburg. Where can folks find you? Find me at in touch with iOS at in touch with iOS.com. Kelly was on the show last week. We had a lot of fun. Jeff will be on the show. Jeff Gamma will be on this week. Um, you also, and Warren will be back. And you also can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Dave G65. I'm on the Mac show on uh, Fridays and on the British Tech Network and uh, Twitter at Dave G65. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate it. Excellent. Thank you, David. Good to have you. Thanks. Um, Ed Wood wants to know uh, why we haven't put our GeoCities addresses in. <laughs> GeoCities. Because GeoCities is old news. I'm on Angel Fire. Angel Ooh. Fire is the other one, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Let's go back a ways. Time machine. I'm going to ask Jeeves about that one. Yes, Jeeves. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot to give you my AOL and CompuServe addresses. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I still have you, an AOL address. You've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure we all have AOL addresses. Yeah. Don't admit it. <laughs> or, yeah. or remember what they are. That's not no, a that, thing you tell people. That's yeah, what, what I tell everybody that needs an email address. So, I don't give an email. Has address. any, you know, really, you people are saying you officially destroyed your AOL accounts? No, I don't think no, you can. No, you just walked away. They're still there waiting yeah. for you. I use mine yeah. all the time for spam. 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 Yeah. You mean for sending it or receiving it? <laughs> for receiving it. Plead the fifth, Warren. Plead the fifth. Oh, I, 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 I use all my accounts <laughs> for right. evening spam. We got to wrap up. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we got to thank you, David. Yeah, uh, folks, uh, folks. I'm. Uh, I'm. I, I think I'm Chuck Joiner. I think this is Mac Voices Live. Spam, I, spam, somewhere spam. it did went another direction. Um, we do this Tuesday nights. Uh, it usually is. Yeah, it's usually about this crazy. We do it at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We'd love to have you join us. We've had some great conversation and comments in the chat room tonight. So thank you, chat room, very much for being here and for adding to the show. We always, always appreciate it. So until the next time, I am Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.